Hey, you okay over there? You look like you might have a migraine. Uh, I don't have a headache. I caught a bit of the radio before I plugged my MP3 player into the car, and now I have Nickelback stuck in my head. Oh, man, that's probably worse. Sounds like you might have an earworm. Earworms? Ugh, gross. No, no, no. It's a good thing. Here, I've got some extra strength theater rhythm on hand. What is that? Like aspirin? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think so. See, theater rhythm is specially formulated to remove your earworm. Just place directly in the ear and voila! Wait a minute, I don't have a nickelback earworm anymore, but now it's Final Fantasy! Of course! Theater rhythm replaces your low-quality earworms with superior ones. That's true. This is more tolerable. Help! I binge-watched Friends, now I can't stop thinking about the theme song. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. No, 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 no. Here, here, here. Please, just take some theater rhythm. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Hey, it's Final Fantasy VII. This is much better. Final Fantasy VII boss theme is objectively the best song in the series. Are you kidding me? What about Man with the Machine Gun? The same soundtrack that gave us eyes on me? The Titanic ripoff? I don't think so. Titanic ripoff? That's fighting words. Ow, stop hitting me. Come on, I take it back. And some more, and some more, and some more, and some more. Use as directed. Warning, side effects may include arguments between friends over songs. Theater Rhythm, now available in our children's strength Dragon Quest formula. Hey baby, hear the game to call in. Backlogs growing at a long race. Mercy. And maybe you seem a bit confused. I'll be gamers. Kev will set you straight. Ha 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 ha! But Matt don't know what to do with those saga games or FFA. He's playing again. Neptunia games all over this place. What is a boy to do? Good night, Abby Gamers. We love you. Hello and welcome to RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like RPG Cast, your weekly news show, Q&A Quest, your weekly feedback show, and we're your bi-weekly nostalgia show. I'm your host, Kelly Ryan, and joining me is the Nobuo to my Uematsu, my podcast partner in crime, Mr. Matt Mason. Thank you so much for not calling me Sugiyama. <laughs> of course not. You're awesome. <laughs> I'm sure he was a nice guy. He just had some problematic views. We'll get that out of the way right now. Um, not controversial is Cassandra Ramos. Hello, everybody. And mildly controversial is Pascal Takaya. <laughs> uh, I'm the one-winged angel. <laughs> I'm German, so I'm really happy you didn't call me Sugiyama. <laughs> oh, that would have been unfortunate, but I, I try not to be controversial. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going when you brought up controversy. No, um, and speaking of controversy, here's Pascal. We're doing no. It's usually because Pascal is the one that's kind of the detractor on most backtracks. See Undertale. (laughs) On most backtracks, and you have one example again. (laughs) Putting that on the list for next year, Persona Four. Persona (laughs) Four. Make a note. 
Um, I might finish it by then. You might be done by then. That is true. You've got a whole year. Holy is that what do you pl- playing Persona in real time, doing a day per <laughs> day? <laughs> Listen, just let it sit for a couple months. You'll be right caught up. You're fine. <laughs> So we we are doing. I brought up Uematsu and Sugiyama because we're doing a musical related episode, the Theater Rhythm series. Um, there is a new entry coming out in about a week at the time of recording. We had we had actually planned this perfectly, almost like we meant it to be, or something. Never mind that we did the planning show like a month ago and we just kind of plug stuff in the sheet but it just happens to be perfect timing uh, a while back i had mentioned theater rhythm and a bunch of people got really excited about wanting to do theater rhythm um particularly those people are here tonight yeah um <laughs> Uh, particularly Matt, who's like, yes, yes, I can finally talk about the Dragon Quest version. Woo-hoo. Uh, and, and I could talk about the Dragon Quest version, too, you because can. I played that yes. one. But I played the other two, too. So, And uh, I've only played one of them. <laughs> Curtain Call. You actually play, right. probably played Curtain Call more than I did, but I will explain that in a mm. minute. And okay. pa- Pascal, you said that you only played the first one? I've only played one of them, and that's that one. Okay. Okay. Well, we got a, we got a nice little panel of uh, a variety of players, though. I don't think anybody did the iOS one. We just uh, have a, a crack team of experts on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as we have somebody to talk about each one, we're good. We're good. Yeah. And hey, if there's overlap, we're better. Yes. Yes. So um, we were we're gonna have a brief musical interlude, probably from a Final Fantasy game, unless mm-hmm. unless Matt puts the Dragon Quest one in just a with me and hey, we've we got come... two final fantasy games and one dragon quest you'll hear three <laughs> songs tonight and in, in that perfect proportion <laughs> okay excellent um we will be right back to uh, d- dive into theater rhythm Welcome back to RPG Backtrack, where we're diving into the Theater Rhythm series, originally released on the U.S. on the 3DS on July 3rd. I, I wrote down 2023. I meant to say 2013. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, 2012. Um, it's, it's been a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so th- this was the first rhythm game, uh, the first rhythm game that they've ever done. Um, had many songs, uh, a whopping 70 songs from Final Fantasy 1 to Final Fantasy 13. Because I think 14 was out at that point, but it was still very much broken. Um, so they, they didn't include any songs from that. So it was just ba- baseline main series songs. And then they later released this one on iOS um, on December 12th, 2012. And it was basically a stripped down version where they made a lot of the songs DLC. But then they uh, they added a lot of additional characters, including Oren, which at the time really pissed me off because Oren is one of my favorite characters. Uh, so so I played this uh, the year that it came out. I don't know if anybody else did. Well, am I the only one on here that's played that besides you? 
think like I said it. before, I haven't. Okay, yeah, you you started with curtain call. Mm-hmm. So uh, a very interesting system that they put into this game. So it's a rhythm game with RPG combat. And you have four characters. Um, when you hit the notes, they hit the enemies. And the better your timing is, the more damage you do. And then later on, you can equip skills and stuff that, that fire off. Like, say, if you hit every fifth note um, critical or, you know, they have different conditions like that. And you can equip your party with these, these abilities and have different characters. Like, um, let's see, in the original game, there was Cloud, Squall, Terra, um, a lot of the popular Zidane. characters. Yeah, Zidane. I'm trying to pull up character list. The main crew, basically. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, we're doing this on audio, so there's no way that you could have seen my head do a a 90 degree tilt when you called it RPG (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or RPG mechanics, even. I mean, they're there, and you are. Well, at least... Do the in, characters level up? Yeah. Yes. I just said that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there is much of a focus on, on combat in this game as opposed to uh, later games in the series. Because I mean, yeah. um, you, you've got the, the, the main mode, which is the series mode that takes you through each game in the series, and you... Do the intro, you play a couple of songs, and then you do the outro, and then you go to the next game. And that was the mode that I played the most. Um, the, the other mode was the dark note, dark note mode, where you were playing a harder version of the song to earn dark notes. Right. Well, the reason you played that first mode the most is, say it with me now, that's where all the songs live. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> all, all what? How many? Sixty of them, or seventy? Um, seventy, according to the Wikipedia. <sighs> Spread out over thirteen games. No, well, I mean that's not where they all. There, there are a couple of other songs, but that's, I mean, that's the lion's share of them. So you'll be playing those. Well, what is thirteen times four? Fifty-two. If we, I, I, I don't have the exact like game listing in front of me, but I think it probably is just one through thirteen. I don't think at that, uh, at that time they didn't include any sequels. 10, 2, 13, 2 yeah, or 3, none of that. Um, spinoffs. So, yeah, like 50 um, out of the 70 games, if you don't spend money on DLC, which I didn't, are in that mode. And once you've played through all, all the games, you've... Uh, you know what? I take that back because it's five songs per game. Yeah, you had the prelude and the ending song. Yeah. So, um, you know what? That's all. There you go. 65. <laughs> yeah, it's the entire lineup right there. Um, t- Technically, the prelude and the ending theme weren't playable, playable. You could you could tap on the crystal to the rhythm to get, yeah. like, little notes, but it wasn't the main, quote-unquote, battle system. No, but it's just about as riveting as the rest of the gameplay, I would say. Yeah. Can you hear I, sarcasm I, there? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's boring. I hated having to do that stuff, even though I... It was kind of neat kind of seeing the history of the series through that lens, but I think by about Final Fantasy 3, it's like, I, I just want to get to the songs I want to play. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, that, that was the majority of your songs right there. Um, and then there's the other modes, So, which you said you didn't spend that much or any time on, maybe. I don't know. The Dark, the dark Note, um, which I still don't really fully understand how those... Um, are made up it's it's it almost acts like a like a random item drop that you get at certain times 
Yeah. Um, you have to earn, uh, you have to unlock it. <laughs> and I don't know how many of them there are. They're numbered, but you don't necessarily get them in sequential order. So, yeah. and it's just two, uh, two tracks mashed together that you play through and they won't tell you what they are ahead of time. But since, like we said, all, like, it seems like all the tracks are already included in that main mode. It's just two random tracks from that mode mm-hmm. mashed together in, in, in back to back in a, a little extra i don't know what <laughs> it doesn't seem like much of a a, a point to it if you uh if you no. really think about it <laughs> i, I mm. think it's just meant to kind of artificially pad out the gameplay and help you get some of the collectibles and stuff yeah. which i don't think there are a lot of in this game there's also a challenge mode that can unlock bonus songs but i don't, i couldn't tell you for the life of me what those bonus songs were once i got with the series done with the series mode it was like okay i could either play on the next difficulty yeah. or move on yeah so and- you unlock more difficulties um <laughs> The collectibles, the, the only one that I think is really worth mentioning is trading cards. Yep. And, and the um the way you view them is in like a little card um binder, catalog. which is kind of kind of neat. Yeah, a little catalog. And oh. if you unlock the same card multiple times, it levels up into a lenticular version. But you know, that only <laughs> that novelty wears off. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I, I do have some of the songs unlocked. I, you know what? I don't really think it's it's really any different songs from what you already get. I honestly haven't um, done like a, a like a one to one comparison and really dug through it. Mm-mm. This was basically just kind of a, a proof of concept. They originally wanted to make this game um, after they uh, got done with Advent Children. Um, they originally wanted it to be a DS game, but unfortunately, DS cartridges couldn't hold nearly the amount of data that. 3ds cartridges can hold and i imagine that they would have sounded like crap yeah i learned about that very recently too it's just like okay yeah it's a good thing they did wait <laughs> yeah um the the other interesting fact is that they picked, picked their songs from uh japanese square enix members during the development um and supposedly more final fantasy songs were picked than any other game in the series which is actually interesting because I thought 10 was more the most popular one in Japan. Are you referring to the upcoming game right now? No, I'm referring to this game, the original Theater Rhythm. Um, what do you mean there's more Final Fantasy songs? No, um, what, what I said was that um, so, so during the survey, there was more Final Fantasy VII songs picked to be part of this game more than okay. any other song. Um, right. Obviously, they had to pare it down a little bit, but people voted mostly for Final Fantasy VII songs. I missed, I missed you saying seven. I, I heard that as just Final Fantasy. So, yeah, sorry about that. I might have uh, spoke a little quickly there, but yeah, yeah. Bas- basically, Final Fantasy VII has some of the most popular music in the series. Right. That's, every game is equally represented. But where I don't, yeah, most people would would probably want to hear six, seven. I mean, I'll throw eight and nine, ten in there. Yeah, kind of, kind of that that golden era. You know, that's that's. Mm-hmm. I know for me, that's what I would love to play more of. But we only get um, five tracks per game, including yeah. including a few I love, and then some that I could honestly do without. And it's a shame that you can't. What I would have loved to have seen. Okay, once again, I didn't buy any any DLC, so <laughs> this probably would have been a little bit easier to do. Uh, if I had spent more money, um, I would love to be able to like really um, unlock tracks from games and then be able to customize like the playlist for that game. So when I then select, 
I don't know, like I want to play Final Fantasy VI uh, mode, that it's stacked a little bit more with songs that I kind of curated myself from a, a wider selection. But no, I guess not. Yeah. Um, t- to be honest, I, th- I think that when they put out this game, they didn't put very many songs on it because they were trying to test the waters. Because this, the sequel that came out two years later, uh, Theater Rhythm, Curtain Call, Let's let me look at the sound list real quick. So it went from 70 songs just based to 221 songs with another 100 for DLC. Um, wow. Other other interesting fact, um, this was the first game on the 3D. The, the original Theater Rhythm was the first game on the 3DS to have DLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, think so, it was also, I think it was literally the first game I bought for my 3DS. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't remember. Mine. <laughs> I can't remember if I got it for Christmas, or if my husband bought it for me, or if I bought it. But we'll get into that later. Um, but but yeah, so two years later, they released Curtain Call, and Curtain Call is a much larger game, just in, in scope and in track list. <laughs> and I didn't play much of it. Yes, I mean, I, I really didn't. I, apparently, despite how long I've had this game, and I obviously spent a lot a lot of time with it near the beginning, especially once I got the tracks I really wanted. I spent roughly 30 hours according to this. And yet, I, I like this game, I'm really glad I did not get the first game, especially now. Because uh, this is this is what I want. Just here, pick this song, play through it. Oh, there's these... It's not really a story mode. There's like these different quests. You kind of go through these faux dungeons. You play, play the tracks that show up on there. You collect shards. You could unlock characters, that sort of thing. But what I, I wanted to do is like pick the song I wanted and then go play it. And I got that. So all of 30 hours. And yeah, and yeah Pascal, th- this one has a much more robust soundtrack. Just looking at Final Fantasy VI alone, you've got Terra's theme, Edgar and Sabin's theme, Celis's theme, uh, the airship Blackjack, Searching for Friends, Kefka's t- Tower, Mm-hmm. Battle, decisive battle, battle to the death, and dancing mad. Um, now, when we say dancing mad, are we talking about like the twelve-minute version, or <laughs> oh, no. it's a little bit shorter? Yeah. Do you, listen, I what what do you know what I would give <laughs> if I could play? Um, what's that final song? Um, the like the twenty-minute track at the end of Final Fantasy VI. I, 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 I had it earlier. I know. I think the whole thing is called Dancing Mad. Um, this no, particular... not the final battle. The the uh, like the epilogue. Oh let's yeah, say. the epilogue song. That is one massive um, song. You're right. There, I had that name earlier. If I could play an uncut version of that on um, on theater rhythm, I totally would. Uh, you know, your hand would just disintegrate. <laughs> like, yeah, I get tired so just doing like the longest, like the longest available track. I think is still Dancing Mad at four minutes, which is only mm. a third of its full. Mm-hmm. And like even like the three minutes, uh, the brave, like the brave default tracks, I get extremely tired. Now, but you, on Dancing Mad, did they include at least each loop? Because I know there's like three or four different loops. Does it does yes, it progress do through think, all of it? I do think they included each loop, but I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. Well, at least that that's a good middle ground, right? Like I, I still would like every every um, iteration of the loop in the song. Yeah. I know on the actual soundtrack, they usually loop what, like twice to make a track or to maybe even three times in some cases. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, okay. You don't have to include all of the loops, but each, each piece of it, same thing for the, yeah. um, it's, it's something, the name of the song that I'm thinking that that final song is, is something like uh world re- balance restored or world restored. It's, I think it's mm-hmm. something like that. And that one, I think also loops like each section, maybe twice. So you could, probably cut it down by half but what a shame 
I believe, doesn't it? It also kind of go through every character's labo yes. teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's woven in, in with the, that's what's so cool about it. That's why oh, I would love to play it. Yeah. No, it, it's very cool. I, I, I love that ending sequence. Um, it it yeah. kind of, believe it or not, it kind of reminds me of the Sonic ending sequences where they do the same thing. They kind of play a little bit of each song from the Sonic games. Um, but, um, and, and, oh, God. Are we, are we pretty sure that basically the whole first game is still included in Curtain Call? I mean, the track list yeah. has to be the, the same. The track list, yes. It's pretty and, much expanded. And then this new one coming up, same story again, right? We're just adding, we're not reinventing. With, I'm not with sure about the DLs. Like, like, I don't know if they're going to necessarily add like the, uh, the non-Final Fantasy tracks. I, I know that a lot of the DLC for this season pass for this new game is going to be the, your Nairs, your Live, live, live Alives, um, Chrono Trigger, stuff like that. Well, that's um, strong. Okay. Nier in, in itself is already worth just having its own its own yeah. mention. Yeah. No word on Bravely, though. So. I'm pretty sure I saw Bravely on the list of that. Hmm. Did I miss that? Um, don't don't was... quote me on that, but I'm there was Bravely, there was Octopath. Well, it would have to be like both the first and the third games, his entire soundtrack to me to yeah. actually play the game. So, and again, unless somebody gives it to you as a gift, of course. I was lamenting <laughs> before we recorded that there won't be any Lost Odyssey on the new one. Yeah, because unfortunately, that's not a Square game, and that yeah, I can see you being sad about that. <laughs> for for me, no Blue Dragon and Eternity because I love that song. Um, so so backing up just a little bit, so. so you can control this game two ways. You can either do button presses or use the stylus. And using the stylus kind of feels like you're using a, a conductor's baton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you're also scratching the hell out of your bottom screen. So make damn sure you have a screen protector. Um, how did you guys control playing? I did exclusively touch it. In fact, I have those. Did you remember those extra long DS styluses from the uh, the pre-order for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl? Yes, I do. Yeah, I still have those, and I actually have the Palkia fell off a long time ago, <laughs> uh, but I still have this one, and I used I, I still I just I used it to win like before we start recording because way back in the day i used uh did stylus mode but p- playing through them recent as recently as like a couple of days ago i ended up switching to button mode because the stylus mode was really hurting my hand i don't have to try the button mode again then it just doesn't feel the same if it's not uh stylus mode yeah, yeah i, I mean you, sorry go, go ahead i wonder which how you mean holding your uh, hurting your hand because to me what's uncomfortable because I also play with stylus um it's uncomfortable holding the 3ds in my left hand and supporting it with like enough uh, resistance to be able to tap the screen and mm-hmm. um that's the uncomfortable part not the actual control of the game but holding the system in a way that I don't think it's really meant to be held well no um, I, I I have to do it on like a table or something so uh-huh. I take it with me out but I, it's not like I'm not playing this in the car <laughs> and and that's why I hurt my hand and Pascal, I was at a very weird angle um, mm-hmm. with, with both hands supporting it and kind of having a pillow uh, underneath me um, to support the bottom of the system. I, I found that it was a lot more comfortable. Okay. Um, and another thing I like about the, the first couple of games is, I don't know about you guys, but I loved playing them in 3D mode. It does pop nicely. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I got as much out of it as you did. I. It doesn't. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really 
serve any purpose to have the 3D on, really? I don't think <laughs> I, I never turned it on once, and I, yeah. I, I I don't even have a 3DS, right? Like in, the one in front of me right now does not have 3D, so I can't even like turn it on. Trial it's a it's a three oh, it's a, a new Nintendo 2DS. Okay, gotcha. The one that's still two screens, top and bottom, not with mm-hmm. not the one that's like and has a hinge, but there's no 3D at all. Yeah, uh, unfortunately that. My most recent playthroughs were on my 2DS, but back in the day, I I liked playing them on the 3DS in 3D mode because those notes would kind of, in 3D, pop up above whatever was going on in the background. Yeah. And on on these cinematic stages where you're you're playing the song and it's kind of going all over the place, and you're seeing cinematics from the games play underneath, it kind of helped me appreciate those cinematics a little bit more while still oh, keeping yeah. an eye on keeping an eye on the notes um, separating them. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, um, well, of course, you and I played on the smallest possible screen then. <laughs> so that's the other issue. And I mean, this I don't want to make it, I don't want this to turn into like old people complaining about their eyesight. But to me, just seeing, uh, so I mean, the notes are easy enough to hit when it's just tap the screen. And thankfully, um, uh, well, it's, certainly the first uh, theater rhythm doesn't require precision in where you tap the screen you just have to mm. tap at the right moment thing yep. uh, but the um the directional presses are a different story you do have and and so i'm constantly scanning trying to scan ahead to see which uh directional um swipes are coming up so mm. i don't really have time to focus on the cinematic like background or any, or anything like that really because you know the other thing is you play this the songs enough times to where you unlock the higher difficulties and playing the lower difficulties is even more boring because you have well less to do you know it's less a uh, less input so when you're playing mm-hmm. on the higher difficulties you have, you have even more to concentrate on and really uh not not much of the i don't i don't know who the visual flare is for at that point <laughs> I somebody walking over your it. shoulder That's yeah, what I, yeah. I completely get that pascal like, yeah but like, somebody it, who's it, watching over my shoulder uh, uh so, yeah uh, um even on a bigger screen i mean that's one of the things that's kind of maybe giving me some pause about trying out the the upcoming switch release because again like i it'll look nicer but i'm not really going to be watching it and the person looking over my shoulder is going to be like oh we're playing the same four songs again oh, okay, i've already <laughs> seen them all again no i i definitely know what it's just like i have to i'm concentrating on where the you know when where to tap when to tap what direction to tap in so i kind of vaguely notice oh yeah that's that area oh yeah that character is doing that but it's definitely mostly just missing it so <laughs> yeah it's actually i would say it's kind of a challenging game but maybe not in an engaging sort of way it's not the kind of challenge where um well <laughs> like it, it's definitely it's not your dark souls challenge where you kind of fired up to try again you know there's only so many times i can hear the same song mm-hmm. it does get hard I, I appreciate like the effort on it like how do you make a, a final fantasy song interactive but there's only so far that that formula stretches and i'm i'm you know, it's, it's too bad we didn't get, like, any story mode in this game, which apparently you got later. In the first game, I mean, of course. There's nothing, not even, like, rudimentary stuff. Yeah, and in the second game, it's not that much better either because it, the quote-unquote mm. story mode is just doing dungeon maps. Yeah, basically. Mm. There, so there's, like, it, it's like it went from virtually nil to virtually, virtually, virtually nil. Um, <laughs> that, that being said, and I, I'm weird like this. It's not everybody, but when I'm... When I'm playing a non-RPG version of a game that's ba- that's inspired by an RPG, I kind of don't want story. I kind of just want the thing that it is. 
I skipped most of the story mode in Persona 4 Dancing All Night just because I found it boring and all I wanted to do was just dance. Um, same same with the Persona 4 fighting game. I didn't want to, I didn't care about the visual novel, novel aspects of it. I just wanted to fight. So in a way, I kind of appreciate that they didn't fill this game with a lot of un- unnecessary story. Okay, you're you're a purist I, like that. Yeah, I can. Hey, that. listen, Persona learned its lesson from four and took out any story in three and five dancing. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> they they decided you were uh, the voice to listen to. And some people might not like that. Some people like I want to see these characters again and I want to know what's going on. Me, you know, I'm I'm play my rpgs because i want story i play my rhythm games because i want to rock out mm-hmm. um your mm-hmm. mileage may vary so yeah my my gripe with that is the rhythm gameplay just well, i mean we've said this five different ways already you know it's, it's becoming um it's I'm, I'm repeating it as often as the repetition in the game that we're referring to but just the rhythm gameplay wasn't fleshed out enough for it to carry the game for me like some story would have gone a long way to adding something some sort of sparkle i think and this is to be this is the only rhythm game i've really spent a lot of time in i, I some there's ddr way back when and i, I hard as just like it's just like I, I don't really like care for most of the songs and then i haven't really done anything since then so i am very glad that at least this game has a lot of songs that i do like yeah that's all i'm looking for for rhythm games just songs that i enjoy that i and the gameplay i can get into Oh, I, I appreciate the fact that it didn't gatekeep a lot of the content behind difficulty because um, Guitar Hero did that where you couldn't unlock it. You, it. you pretty much hit a brick wall if you were playing on easy mode. And mm-hmm. once I got into those fourth and fifth buttons, like, okay, I can't play this anymore. I guess I'm not unlocking anything else. And in, in these games, it's like, just p- play on whatever difficulty you want. You can still mm-hmm. unlock stuff. Mm-hmm. I know I know this is not the Guitar Hero podcast, but I think later games kind of fix that issue. I might be oh. wrong. I might be wrong. I might be way off base on that. I know what you're talking about yeah. in the like the first or second release at least where it was like on easy you had 36 tracks but on medium or hard it was like 50 something tracks and it mm-hmm. told you right up front <laughs> and then three i had a, had a boss battle that i could couldn't even beat and i was like oh that was a waste of a christmas present i there's no i i think what i ended up doing is downloading a save file just to be able to play all the songs that i like i mean without a peripheral and considering it's on a handheld they i i can't think of anything else that they could have done to theater rhythm to give it gameplay i mean i think they they did what they could maybe somebody smarter than me could come up with something um it boy boy it would be fun though to play um to play on like a guitar peripheral <laughs> like to act- that's a different level of interaction. I just, I don't feel like I'm in uh um I'm not experiencing the song on enough of an intimate level if I'm just tapping the screen but holding, you know, holding something in your hand and jamming out. That oh, that would that would take it to to such a, a great level. Now now I'm just daydreaming though, so. You didn't feel like you was a conductor at an orchestra with your style? No, I, yeah, I get that. Um but then I'll, then after that no. <laughs> I had that I had that same thought. That's neat. I don't. I've never. I didn't want to be a conductor growing up. <laughs> Do you play an instrument, Pascal? Yeah, Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> but that's no. That's that's it. Yeah, okay. I, I, 
I just wondered if it was coming from that, like your muscle memory, like you're hearing music, you're making yeah, music. I mean, I played like, a lot of Guitar Hero, so it, yeah, that okay. is where that's coming from for sure. That is, okay. <laughs> I, I I loved Guitar Hero and Rock Band, but I sucked at it. Um, mm-hmm. the, this this game, I think I got into it so much just because the songs and the bass difficulty I got really good at. Um, mm-hmm. As triple S ranks all around with uh, full combos. Nice. I found a Dragon area. Quest song that I did that to today. I was like, oh, I actually did that. Can't remember we'll which in, one it was, but we'll get into Dragon Quest in just a second. Did you not guys yet, know that? Not, not yet. Sorry, sorry. We'll get just a second because I found out while I was doing my research that there was an arcade version of Theater Rhythm called All Star Carnival. And I, I pulled up some video of somebody playing it at an arcade, and I'm just like, what is going on here? He's just tapping these buttons like a madman. <laughs> I can't even tell how you're supposed to play this version. No, yeah, there's a like the obviously this never got localized because it's an arcade game, but uh, mm-hmm. there is one. Well, this it's like probably the only like arcade chain left in the United States. Round one, there's one actually really near me in a, a in a in a nearby shopping mall. And when I would go when I go there, I do play this the um the arcade version of it, and I still don't really get it. I, I say still, but it's been quite a few years because you know pandemic. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like the last time, certainly just like, I don't quite get it. Obviously, I don't go there enough, but I can say I have played it and it's hard. Did you break your wrists? <laughs> no, thankfully, no. Okay, because this looked very wrist breaking. <laughs> Um, I, I like it looks like it had like different lanes for like multi button presses and different lanes for music in it uh, multiplayer. Um, yes, although I, what I could see. No, no, I did actually play with my uh, my uh, older brother, but I do not remember exactly how we both did it, and we both didn't do it that well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, arcade music games are kind of hard. Um, see poppin' music. Tried to watch somebody play that, and <laughs> like that's that's faster than my human eyes can even perceive. Um, I, I, I did think that that was neat that added arcade version though. And then because this game got so popular, Square's like, well, why don't we do it with the popular RPG series in Japan? So they did a okay. Dragon Quest one, and here here's where you shine, Matt. Yay! Well. Curtain, you, did you go over Curtain Call too, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah we I mean, kind of compared and contrasted. So it seems like from I, I saw the stuff that you put in here for the first two, like they went to Dragon Quest and they they took a step backwards a little bit. Pretty much all the same kind of systems are there. Um, you've got it says sixty five songs. Um, I actually I, I don't know if that's true, if that includes the four ways of DLC, because their four ways of DLC were like four or five songs each. And um, I know, um, Kel, you played it a little bit, too, mm-hmm. or and you roll credits. But I think there's 54 on there that I can easily access. Exactly. And uh, there were, I think, like six songs for the first four Dragon Quests and then five for the rest all the way up through Dragon Quest 10 um, in the Dragon Quest theater rhythm. But that same stuff, um, we were talking before the show how it's different because Final Fantasy, the notes go left to right because Final Fantasy, early Final Fantasy games, that's how the enemies left up or lined up left and right. Whereas Dragon Quest, the battles are right in front of you. So um, kind of like that everything. first person perspective. So everything yeah. comes down from the top um, and you're and, staring at the monsters in your traditional Dragon Quest first person perspective. And, and that messed me up. That, that, <laughs> that messed me up big time. I was 
I was not doing as well in some of the uh, ba- battle songs like I was with the Final Fantasy game, mainly because I would, I would think it would be close and then just be like slightly off, and instead of getting a crit, just getting a grade. So did you better do better with the uh, Overworld Dragon yeah, Quest? Yeah. Oh ones? yeah. Oh yeah. Because those I those were your little guys are walking along, and uh, you know you're just mm-hmm. all the music's going left to right, um, just like it would in the Final Fantasy ones. Uh, did the Final Fantasy ones have as many difficulty options as the Dragon Quest one did? It's still the three. Um... Okay, but I don't know if you noticed, with Dragon Quest, you can hit a button and get three more difficulty options. Oh, I did not notice. In the top left, when you're on the song select, and I think all it does is pretty much add um, diagonal notes. Oh, okay. Uh, to, to the difference, because... So basically, there's three difficulty levels. Like one, you can just hit any button. Some has directional. Some's got more of the holding down stuff. But if you hit a button, and I can't, I know I used Google Translate at one point to do it because this game's completely in Japanese, or we say completely, but at the end of every song, like almost all the words there are in English. It's mm-hmm. like max combo and number of notes done. Um, yeah, but there is uh, hitting the Y button when you go to the note select. There are two different versions of the um, difficulty levels. So I think it adds different directions and different kind of commands, but still it's got three different difficulty speeds. Um, so really there's six ways to play every song. Each song could be done six different ways. And, you know, same thing. You get the F, you get the E, the D, all the way up to SS. Um, uh, I know... So you've got like kind of a mission area where you got all 10 games shown at the bottom and you can do the songs. I think you got to do the first two to open up the third and third, open the fourth. Um, There's just an there is an area that's more free play. Anytime you've played a song once, you can go to the free play area. And this may may be where they add in more than those um, like 54 songs that were in the other other one. But my favorite part and Pascal, you're talking about like having some more gameplay to do. Um, Kel, did you do any of the uh, Pachisi tracks? Uh, Unfortunately, no, I I didn't even know how you unlocked that. All right. I can't remember how I unlocked it, but I know at some point you do get to it. And I've unlocked 15 different tracks. And what this is, this is a little board game. It is the it's what turned in to the Fortune Street game, Itadaki Street Games in Japan, because in the I was was in the original Dragon Quest three or maybe when it got re-released on the uh, Super Famicom, they added this little game and depends on what translation level they were called Pachisi tracks. Um, I think when they got more alliterative with the uh, Dragon Quest four, five and six re-releases on the DS, they started being called traps, trapdoors and treasures or traps and treasures, TNT boards. And it, it was just like a uh, board game. You'd roll the dice, you'd move the spaces. Sometimes things would happen when you landed on a space. Sometimes you'd find a treasure chest. Sometimes you'd land on a merchant space and be able to buy stuff or and. They'd always have stuff there that was stuff you couldn't normally buy somewhere else or maybe just buy herbs. There were battle spaces that you'd get in battles. Um, but yeah, the remake of Dragon Quest three at the very minimum and uh, the Dragon Quest five games have had them. And the Dragon Quest three one went over so well that uh, Yuji Hori got together. I want to say it was Chunsoft or somebody and started the whole Itadaki Street line of games. And, you know, the two series we're talking about here today, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, uh, there are multiple um, Itadaki Street games with like Dragon Quest first Final Fantasy. And now those games are more like Monopoly. You're buying 
property. But I remember years ago, you know, looking into him before I did a Fortune Street podcast on Slime Time. The whole basis of that was from these little TNT boards. So getting points in the Dragon Quest one leads you to the final battle with the Dragon Lord, which just pops up. Can't remember, Kelly, you said you just did it. Was it after 10,000 points or 20,000? You know, it might have been after 20,000 points because it just showed up and I had failed beating the boss in a level and one of the Mm -hmm. mission modes and it just showed up. It just shows up. Yeah, I want to say it's 20,000 too because I'm at about 24,000 and I know I haven't played much since I beat him. You know, I might have done another 10, 20 songs, but I surely didn't put another 20 hours in after uh, (laughs) um, beating him. Mm -hmm. But uh, I found that if I did a song in the regular modes, I'd get maybe like one to 200 points. But you could sometimes go through those uh, trap doors and treasures, the TNT boards pretty quickly and get like four or 500 points. Um, sometimes you'd get multipliers along the way. And goodness knows what a lot of the things did. <laughs> sometimes you just land on a spot. And it was like that eh, you lose. Or each game also gives you a certain number of rolls. So you'd land on dice that either added to your total number of rolls that you needed that that you could roll to get to the end or took away some. I didn't fail very many, but yeah, I've unlocked like 14 or 15 different boards. And I just, I loved that part of the game. It it was so, it it was different than just the rhythm. It was like, Ooh, I'm playing my board game from dragon quest three and five. And sure. I'm doing a little, some mini songs along the way, but it really added to the point total overall. So were the songs incorporated into the board game? Yeah. A little, you'd land on spots and have to do a song. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I wasn't really sold. The way I understood it, it was just a completely different thing. And that wasn't really um selling me on well, it but okay i, get that, it. I was going to say that's the thing if you didn't land on those sometimes you didn't you, you could do a board and not have to play the rhythm game uh-huh. depending but on I how mean, you rolled yeah but so it's an extra game mode that also can include the rhythm gameplay correct that's um i can appreciate that and i know yeah. they they uh i want to say they took the job system in here did you play around with that at all kel Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to. Um, I, For anything that involved a menu, I had to pull out my phone and do phone yep. translate. And um, it, it, it kind of messed me a little bit because I kept tapping on my phone trying to do DS menu <laughs> options. Like, wait a minute, that doesn't work like that. So, uh, and I, to be honest, I don't even know what the jobs did. I, I, To be honest, I don't know what they did either. But I know, much like Dragon Quest Nine, you could, like, revocate your characters. Mm-hmm. Because they'd reach, like, maximum level. They'd be net level 99. And I, I think I played around with the settings. And suddenly, like, my guy was back to level 1. And I was like, oh, crap. But, like, he got higher base stats. And I was in a different job or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played around with that a little bit. Because I know right now my party's uh, a couple Dragon Quest heroes, I want to say. The third and the fourth and i've got yangus and i've got alina from dragon quest 4 and like two of them are level 80 and two are level 35 and i think i learned the hard way don't revocate everybody at the same time because <laughs> then suddenly your entire party's back to level one and you're kind of screwed on by that time if everybody was level 99 you're obviously on some like harder boards harder songs to play and so yeah i've got two that are really high <laughs> level two that are I, i've redone in our lower level but uh yeah, they just didn't have as many songs as Theater Rhythm, uh, the Final uh, Fantasies. To, to be fair, I think that's because Dragon Quest repeats a lot of songs in every game. Uh, and, there is that. <laughs> um, I did appreciate the fact that it, it seemed like if 
the really common songs like the battle themes and the map themes and stuff they they just picked one version of it and that was the version correct um because i thought oh crap i'm gonna hear this game six different this song six different times oh i'm pleasantly surprised Oh, uh, no, it's not Persona. I I, <laughs> I ended up using Kiefer, the seven mm-hmm. hero, the eight hero, and the three hero as my party. And didn't really differ- differentiate much from them. I got all of them to level 99. Mm-hmm. And just it didn't really change any of them. And I, I had no idea that the uh, Parcheesi mode was in there. I just, I did that first mission mode that was kind mm-hmm. of, like you said, the big old grid. And then I did yep. the second mission mode, which was a little bit more spread out. And mm-hmm. the, the boss, the creatures in each level got harder and harder. And I struggled with a lot of those last fights up on the tree. Yeah, and I want to say there is a daily mode, too, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Because, yeah, I was playing last night, and I know, like, right under when you go into, like, one of those two modes, there was, like, a little blue um, oval, and it has little slimes on it. And you click on that, and you'll see just, like, a miniature progression. Like, a, like it looks like a skill tree, but it's, like, got a song that branches into two other songs that then branches maybe to, like, four total. And that, I, if I remember correctly, and I know today it was different than me playing it last night. I want to say that was, like, a daily challenge that just yeah. rotates through. Yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised at how much fun I had with the, this, even though it did take me a little bit of time to get used to the timing with the stuff coming mm-hmm. into the screen. Oh. It sounds like maybe a missed opportunity to include this in um, Final Bar Line. You know, I I don't know why we didn't get this one other than at I think at the time I mean we crap we were barely we weren't getting even... any 3ds games. Yeah. There are three monster games that we didn't get on the 3ds. We didn't get Slime Mori Mori three. Um, you know the secret yeah Rocket but, Slime I mean, like they're releasing a definitive theater rhythm. I'm going to call it definitive. I mean for <laughs> for for this point in time it, it is. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. branching out into other uh, properties. Why not? And they already have this um, this Dragon Quest uh, stuff made. Why not throw it in there? Sugiyama. Yep. 100%. Yeah, they could still they could definitely sell it as a, its own individual game. D- they could, but Sugiyama's estate probably still owns the rights and still has oh, yeah. iron, mm-hmm. iron grip on them. Yep. Which yeah. I know there's, uh, um, I've talked to Square Enix marketing people, and even after he died, like, there's so many restrictions on, like, what you can do with the music. Um, you couldn't use, like, like when Dragon Quest Eleven was coming out, um, I can't remember her name, Samantha, uh, somebody that I'd known on the Dragon Quest forums for years was actually the marketing person in the U.S. for Square Enix, and, like, they had a live stream one day where they were like playing through an area outside of the uh, hot springs town and going to attack somebody. And she's like going through and they weren't allowed to play the music on the live stream. Marketing did not get permission from Sugiyama to do that. Like, on their YouTube channel. That's the channel where everybody talks in um, haiku, uh, haiku, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, there was a live stream of her playing and talking about the game and everything, and it was just, like, dead air. And it's it, I, and I've just heard, and you see it all the time, there's so many restrictions. Um, for Dragon Quest Treasures, you can't take any, on the Switch, you can't take any video. It's completely huh. disabled in the game because, Why? Because it would be music. I did not. I played through that whole game and I didn't notice. Which I find hilarious if you take a screenshot in the game and then you look at your screenshot. It's got copyright everything in there and, you know, copyright Sugiyama. 
LTD or whatever. It's like, how, how does he have any copyright claim to a screenshot with no audio? But uh, apparently, question. yep, no, it is. Dragon Quest is ridiculously tied up in his requests for music and everything. Like long after he's passed away, it, it, it they're going to have to. And from what I understand, he's already done the Dragon Quest 12 soundtrack years before he died. So, OK, so that's uh, not holding it up. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. They just announced that way too early and whatever. But yeah, I mean, Dragon Quest. And and like you said, um, yeah, that may be one reason why they don't have a lot of songs. But also him and also like all the side entries, all these side games don't have unique songs pretty much. Some Mm -hmm. do, but Treasures came out and didn't have a single unique song to it. I know I, I felt bad. I wrote my review and I said, oh, you know, most of the songs are renewed, but there's a couple. And then like I've had some of my friends like, oh, actually, you know, <laughs> the Dragon Quest Monsters 2, the one on the 3DS that we didn't get, had a city song that was actually that song that you thought was new. And so, yeah, nothing. And, and it sucks we didn't get this one because I had a lot of yeah. fun, a lot of fun with it. It was more theater rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will admit I like the variety of types of songs better in the Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just because... Uh, you know that there's that there's metal, there's jazz, there's electronica. That there's so many different types of songs in the Final Fantasy series. And then oh, and, that'd be fun. <laughs> and Dragon Quest, it's just kind of orchestra the whole. Way just, yeah, yeah. I mean, the songs are different, but they're it'd be like listening to country music radio. It's mm-hmm. all it's all one genre. Um, I, I felt like there was one song that that didn't seem like it was orchestra to me, and it was the end music from Dragon Quest Nine. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd almost have to play it for you or something so that you could hear, hear the difference. Because like, oh, this this is a kind of a jaunty little Celtic tune. Um, yeah, few era. and far between, but yep, it's still beautiful, still fun songs to play, as, mm-hmm. especially the battle music. Oh yeah, and I get. Um... Now, I think you guys have probably played dozens, if not a hundred hours, of Final Fantasy theater rhythm. Uh, quite a bit. <laughs> or was it that much? I get it. It's usually a thirty hours, according to. The okay, 30. dozen maybe. <laughs> dozen. Right. Yeah, Dragon Quest. I mean, I'm looking right now, and I rolled credits, and then played another twenty or so songs, and I'm at like ten hours and five minutes. So. Oh wow. See, that's yeah. weird. It it felt like it was. I played a lot, and then looked at my play count, and like you, and it was only ten hours, and it's like yeah. I thought I put hundred into this i will talk about it in the um round table round table but like yeah i feel like i put a lot more into it and i'm like what when i turned it on yesterday before i sat and played for another hour it was like at nine hours and 13 minutes or something like how the heck like i remember playing this for weeks um i'll also say the uh toriyama style of monsters translated interestingly into the theater rhythm style of just the overall art style of that game slimes got a lot cutesier Mm -hmm. some creatures got a little bit creepier i'll tell you they're uh the way that that looks it reminds me of like seeing it now because i played it two years ago and obviously this wasn't that but there's a um dragon quest can't remember what it's called in Japan, but it was going to be Dragon Quest Erasers. If it came here, they got little eraser. Oh, I remember that. It's a match three game that apparently we're never getting, even though we were told at the 35th anniversary. Oh, yeah, this will release worldwide. It looks Um, so cute. Keshi Keshi, maybe. Um, But yeah, that looking at theater rhythm now and how they made those cartoon characters even like goofier little uh, you can't really chipify a slime but i mean that's almost the feeling you get that that slime has been chipified mm-hmm. yep and it, it that's exactly what they uh, i look at that and i'm like oh i mean i've not seen a ton of keshi keshi but that same 
differing art style seems to be like that. Yeah, I, I agree. It looks real cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, I, I think the Squeenix store sold little figurines of the cutified Final Fantasy characters in that style. Nice. And I wish I could have picked up some of those figurines because they were just adorable. Um, well, I think that covers just about everything, unless anybody had any other, anything else they wanted to add. Did you uh, look up some prices for the Final Fantasy ones? Oh, I actually did not. <laughs> Mainly because it's like, well, the eShop's kind of closing anyway, and a superior mm. version of the game is coming out. But let me quick see. Well, so, you well, say... you're looking that up. I'll, yeah, the Dragon Quest one I was looking last night, because it has to be an import. Obviously, yeah, I don't think you can buy new... Yeah, pretty sure you can't buy like completely new tracks <laughs> for Curtain Call anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be left with the base game. But yeah, the Dragon Quest one, you can get it um, for $30. You will need to have a, either a Japanese 3DS or have it hacked if you're going to play the uh, Japanese physical cart in it because the 3DS was region locked. Yep, that, that sucks. Uh, luckily, I have a hacked 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, Me as well. Curtain Call... I see on Google shopping for as cheap as 20 bucks. Um, same with the original theater rhythm, which okay. I mean, I don't know why you would buy that original theater rhythm. I'm, I'm not saying it's a garbage game. I'm just saying that curtain call kind of surpasses it in every way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, obsolete. Yeah. It's multiple not- times over uh, as of next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the games I'm, that have made it obsolete are about to be obsolete. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Um, on eBay, I'm seeing the cart as low as five bucks for the original theater rhythm. So, hey, if you don't have a Switch yet and you still have rocking that 3DS, it, it's worth five bucks at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, curtain Call is also as cheap as seven. So, uh, that's not bad prices if you just have your 3DS. I don't know anybody that still does at this point. Um, at least you get the fun of the uh, touch control, or yeah, the stylus controls, because that's not carrying forward in the newer games. Unfortunately. Um, I do like the stylus controls in it, even if it does hurt my hand, but I think that's just come with age. Uh, so, so yeah, um, we'll get into the new game when we get into the roundtable, because there's a question concerning that, but... Uh, $30 for the Dragon Quest one, and unfortunately, that's the only way you're playing it as of now. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the Dragon Quest one in Japan when I went there in 2019, and I'm kicking myself for not picking it up now because I'm like, well, how the heck am I going to play this? None of my DSs are region locked. Oh, I have a hack 3DS now. Hey, maybe when I go to Japan in October this year, Ooh. we'll see. Um, that, that being said, I think we're ready for the round table. What do you guys think? I am. Sounds good. Awesome. So we're, we're going to have a brief musical interlude, uh, music being the theme of the sh- this show, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about our personal feelings. So stick around.
And welcome back to RPG Backtrack. We are done with the main event, and now we're going to get into the roundtable, talking about our, our favorite things, uh, just kind of getting into different questions about theater rhythm. Um, what The first one, basically the, the no shit question, what's your favorite song to play? Um, doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite song in the series, but what song did you enjoy kind of physically interacting with? Um, I enjoyed, oh, <laughs> go ahead, Pascal. No, you take it. Let's get the Dragon Quest <laughs> stuff out of the way before I was gonna say, the, it, the real oh, stuff. Oh, oh, get the unwashed done. Um, I just really enjoyed all the um, Dragon Quest overworld, the- overworld themes. Uh, they were my most nostalgic going back to when I was a kid and just wandering around aimlessly for hours in games because, you know, we didn't have the internet back then. And if, if it didn't come in the map in the box, you know, I you just had to go find it. Um, so, yeah, I've heard those for hundreds of hours. Um, the battle themes are a little bit more exciting and fast paced. And yeah, you hear those a bunch too. But just the way that the method of doing the overworld theme is, your, your little guys are walking across the screen in theater rhythm and you just kind of follow them along. Um, instead of it being a high pitched battle and you're making sure to hit the slimes and whatever, um, I, I, those two coming together just made me. Uh, I love playing all the overworld theme ones. And I'll say I appreciate that the. I I think it's Patricia the horse makes a cameo in those sequences. There, yeah. Once you reach the, because it'll tell you how many eaters you have to get to beat the level. Mm-hmm. And I think once you uh, get that far, your party hops in a little wagon. Uh, wagon, yeah. Um, I could. I, is it supposed to be the princess or is the horse just named Patricia? Well, it would be Medea if it was. Okay, uh, okay. From Dragon yeah. Quest Eight, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm misremembering. Um, just. <laughs> And just so you know, Matt, in the Final Fantasy games, it's Chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought it was kind of cute that for Dragon Quest, they did the little cart. Because every game, you pretty much get a wagon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've always got the wagon from, uh, what is it, 4 on, where yeah. you're playing, you're dragging that wagon around. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what about you, Cassandra? I'll, I'll bet it's a Bravely Default song. Yes. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Evil Wings, also known as like the fan translated name Wicked Flight, which I think is a lot cooler. <laughs> Um, and yes, okay, yes, I think a song from Bravely Default. It's my favorite song on the whole game. And yes, I think it's the most fun to play. <laughs> um, believe it or, oh, did Pascal say his? No, nope, I getting... cut him off. Um, but wait, <laughs> so they already have Bravely Default songs in, in a previous release? Yes, they have a four tracks total. Uh, Evil Wings, which is the battle against Aerie. Uh, the Serpent That Devours the Horizon, which is the final boss track. Uh, Horizon of Light and Shadow, which is the overworld theme. And He of the Name, another one that was better translated as it, that person's name is, but what, what can you do? Uh, which is the one against the Asterisk Holders. Nothing from Bravely Second, because uh, that was out at the time, but um, none of the tracks are all that good anyway and obviously bravely default 2 was released way after mm-hmm. wow shots fired at bravely 2's music it, it didn't have that one band working on it did they yeah well the one guy who's the leader name like if the the only permanent member of the band because he basically just uh, uh hires on contracts whoever he thinks would be best fit um <laughs> revo gotcha are we Revo. talking about Nickelback or? Revo. No. Yeah. no, Revo's the name of the, the guy. His band is um, Sound Horizon, but it's just him, just Revo. Okay. I, I was having, I was, not only was I having trouble remembering, I was getting it confused with uh, World Ends With You. 
<laughs> which also shows up in theater rhythm. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's in the new which one. Actually, which also may be extremely, but anyway, that's a little later. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh. And I think that's part of the base game, isn't it? No. No? Okay. So all those are DLC. Aye, aye. Like anything that's not Final Fantasy on Curtain Call is DLC. I mean, the world ends with you. That's one to get excited about. Oh, yes. It's got some bangers. Um, say, uh, P- Pascal. Uh, yeah, I didn't say. Um, favorite, favorite. Pro- well, my favorite is probably my favorite song, as just for enjoyment purposes. Um, Stellis' theme. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that really makes it stand out as far as, like, playing it. Um, I just enjoy hearing it as I'm doing stuff on the screen, I guess. Um, it, it suffers. Wait, is it is it the one I'm thinking of? I think so. I mean, a lot of the songs, it suffers a little bit from I kind of it cuts off when, you know, when they decided that we've heard enough. But I kind of want like there's a um, there's just a little just a little maybe like five second bit at the end. That's kind of bittersweet that isn't in there. <laughs> I don't uh, and there's other songs like that where you if you know the song you know what's coming next and it as it fades to silence you're like wait wait hold on <laughs> there's one more piece I want to hear yeah I I don't like it when rhythm games cut off songs too early I mean but, but so yeah I would put um Celis's theme um I would probably put that like in my top 10 maybe even top five of game uh songs from any game um period and it's very uh and i would also like kind of say it's pretty close to like um Aerith's t- theme oh yeah which is also in there in the original they're both in there um and then one more i'll mention uh just for nostalgia because i'm all about, all about nostalgia um omen the uh it's kind of like a, a combination of the two opening tracks from final fantasy 6 the oh right it's that um the, the credits it, music isn't it yeah it's everything that kind of goes from the um from the menu screen i guess through the the opening like text section uh and it kind of ends in in the game as uh as the the uh, the screen pans up to the mountain where the um uh where the soldiers in the magitech armor are looking down uh, on uh, on narsh in the distance so they call uh, i guess it's omen or at least that's what it's called here so yeah i i, I just like that just for just kind of takes me back i mean final fantasy 6 was my first like if we don't count stuff like zelda and maybe some other like lighter uh nes rpgs uh like i would say 6 is the first time i got like really into an actual you know uh arguably full-fledged rpg so um just brings back the memories hearing that mm-hmm. now i i agree i have the same the same memories when it comes to that game though and interestingly enough the game that they're the song in this series that i love playing the most is uh men with the machine gun now I only played Final Fantasy VIII once, and that was way back in, like, 1999. So, so practically 30 years ago. I was a teenager. And I did not remember Laguna's segments at all. So, you know, I'm going through the series mode, and Men with the Machine Gun is there. And I'm like, this song rocks, and this song is fun to play. And now it's probably in my, my top ten list of Final Fantasy tracks. Uh, I didn't become a fan of the song until I played Curtain Call. Uh, uh, now that being said, some of my other favorites to, to p- play. Um, gosh, you got uh, f- Fight On slash Still More Fighting still slash the uh, Rock and Boss theme from Final Fantasy VII. Um, gosh, what else? The, uh, the the battle music from Final Fantasy VI, of course. Um, just, just it's, it's so hard for me to say. I, yeah. I love Final Fantasy music so much. Six and seven, I feel like are those are um, 
two just of the best soundtracks bar none for games i would say and for like for different reasons i think overall i prefer six um seven has like stronger uh specific uh sections of the soundtrack um but as of as a like a a, a total package i would say six it takes the um takes the prize which we were, i was saying this uh off air a minute ago but i'm a little bit disappointed it does look on uh on the the track listing for the new theater rhythm it looks to me like six and seven are being a little bit underserved Ugh, that's a shame because yeah again i would totally agree six is my favorite of the main series yeah i, I, I would say so too um, fantastic music yeah and I don't even think that the opera has shown up in a theater rhythm game yet, or at least not yeah. we've gotten in the States. And still no world of balance. I mean, um, we're missing some gems there, you know? Are, are we going to talk I... about missing missing songs at any point, or is this the best time <laughs> to bring that up? Uh I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the one benefit of not having the opera music, at least I won't cry while I'm in the middle of playing the game, because that song always gets me in the feels. Would you want the version with lyrics or original? Um, I'd almost want the original with kind of the faux lyrics because that's mm-hmm. the version that I'm used to. Right. But but like you, I'd I'd almost want the entire opera too, all every single piece of it in one long unbroken track. So mm-hmm. R.E.P. Like my four hands or something like that. I think, <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, well, not necessarily missing songs, but I thought this is a fun question. Um, if you could make a rhythm game out of another RPG series, which one? Oh, God. <laughs> Becky. Yep, that's a good answer. Oh, yeah, okay. so just all based that on... Falcom music. Are we basing this on quality of music then, I'm guessing? Oh, I guess Falcom I mean, in general, because you'd have Ease in there too, and Ease has some yeah. bangers. Yeah, you, you've got tons of Kaseki, tons of Ease. I mean, you've got tons of games to pull from, so. Well, I just want to see. I just want to see Kevin dance. <laughs> <laughs> are, you for, are you forgetting there is a another RPG rhythm game? Um, yeah. Crypt, I, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Um, oh. Zelda. Uh, what is it? I know it has a name. <laughs> Zelda Edition. Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence yes, of Hyrule. That's it. yes. Which is good. And that had one of the best soundtracks I have ever. Yes. Heard. And it's not exactly my style of gameplay, but. I would actually probably rather have that. It's a little bit more involved than what Theater Rhythm has been uh, doing. So, yeah, I, I don't know if I could really even pick another one because Zelda might have been my my pick. <laughs> Just the music's so good. Um, and Cassandra had her favorite answer, and then we ended up landing on the same one. <laughs> so the uh, absolutely, definitely, Bravely Default, there's certainly enough music in all three games to make one single entry, mm. Theater Rhythm. But, you know, that's way too obvious because you know how much I love that music. It's just, it's exquisite. But if I had to pick other ones, because I could certainly go on for days about it, um, Pokemon. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of good music, particularly in Generations 5 through s- 5 and s- five and 6. But there's still, like, a lot of music throughout the entire series. Yep. And there, there, I mean, Harmonite isn't really one, but apparently there's, like, a few Pokemon tracks in that one. So that's the closest we had come. I mean, not too late, I guess. I got so another one. My, my first answer was Shimega My Tensei, but then I remembered, oh, yeah, you've got the dancing games, even though that only covers Persona. And the series as a whole has some pretty awesome tracks, but they'll get shoved under the Persona banner. So that's not happening. And then I thought Kingdom Hearts, but that has a 
for them game that I haven't even played yet, even though I got it for Christmas this year. Um, oh yeah, no, it sure does. Nobody <laughs> of memory though, that has more combaty rhythm, like what you want, Pascal. Um, you're actually smacking enemies to the beat of the music. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that what I want? Maybe. I I I I, I, I would lie. I would, I'd be lying if I told you I knew what the um the Kingdom Hearts rhythm gameplay is. I thought it. Uh, I thought it was you jumping from from lane to lane. Th- you know what? I'll have to play with it and get back to you because sitting on my shelf ready to be played i just need time to play it mm-hmm. but um, what i was i was watching videos of it and it looked like uh more combat-y i have another uh another one to propose but kind of a hard sell since it's just a single game and already like 30 plus years old um vaxanadu from the nes wouldn't that go Isn't under that the game? yeah that'll go under Falcon. yeah Oh, you want to include it in there? I mean, sure. I made a Final um, Fantasies, including uh, the Game Boy games and Mana. Why not? Well, that'd be awesome. Um, it's, it's, I think, maybe my favorite NES soundtrack. If you consider NES games to have a soundtrack. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean they do. They do. Like, you know, I, I don't have, like, a vinyl pressing of it or anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I and I ended up coming up coming up with the same conclusion as Cassandra uh, Pokemon. That that's I'm surprised they haven't done a rhythm game yet. And I was trying to think, well, how do you catch Pokemon with the rhythm? You, I you guess you throw the, I haven't yeah, thought that far. <laughs> you throw the ball at the end of the song. I I don't know. Um, those Pokemon yeah, that would games. Be, oh. That would be great. Just like what is it? The other ones with the combat, you know, Dragon Maybe. Quest or Final Fantasy. At the end, you got to beat the boss. So yeah. at the end, you throw that ball, and you know, if you've got your number of points by the end, he goes in the ball. If not, you fail. Yeah, that 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 could work. I mean, they sh- they shoehorn catching into everything else, like the pinball games and the Picross games. So why not? Um, but. Pokemon has had some pretty awesome music. Like my favorite tracks are from uh, Sapphire and Ruby. Um, though I like a lot of the recent games too. So yay! Uh, we we kind of touched on this question a little bit, and especially off air, we got into a huge discussion about it. Are you getting the new game? The, Not the me. Final maybe. bar line. Right now, a definite maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a maybe because it's just like okay so there's we don't know if it's bravely default music and then okay there maybe there's some okay it looks like they're definitely okay there is definitely but that's expensive does that be that expensive i could buy individual tracks maybe i can buy individual tracks and just like okay how about if i just here's a reasonable thing wait for it to come out read what people say and then make determination after that <laughs> Uh, and and you know it'll probably be on sale by the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. So certainly have plenty of time to make a decision and just like, okay, so there's this many tracks that I do that I do like. This is how much it'll cost me to pay for these songs, so I don't have to worry about paint like you know season pass a season pass and costing a hundred dollars when I you know there's like a relatively small number of games that I want to play. Like, sure, I, I love Final Fantasy VI, but I, I, it, basically it has to be a lot better than Curtain Call I have right now, the track that I've downloaded. And from, from what I could tell, Pascal was on the fence, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's on the fence yeah. about being on the fence, I believe. Just, just to put that I, in context. Mostly just because I, I lack enough passion to really be on the fence at the moment <laughs> about it. <laughs> I, but... If I were on the fence, yeah, same reasons as what you guys said. Um, I I don't relish the the idea of a lot of the songs that kind of catch my attention being locked 
as DLC. Uh, yeah, and I I understand that. That's what pissed me off about Curtain Call. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um, yeah, at at least, have... with, sorry, at least with Curtain Call, I could pick pick and choose which ones I wanted for like a dollar. Um, I'm not sure if th- this game is going to have that that method or not. I mean, okay, so this is going to sound weird because I don't think I really want all 300 tracks, right? Or near 400. God. But I, okay, uh, it's greedy, but I'm going to feel like I'm missing a piece if I don't have them all. And I'm not dropping $100 on it. You know, it's going to be that that situation of, but what if a different DLC has tracks that I might turn out to like? So I don't know. I think I think it, you know, it's going to come down to checking out some gameplay or reviews and and seeing what other meat does it offer besides just here's the songs. Yeah, and um, and for what it's worth, for you fence sitters, there is a demo. Only someone was trying <laughs> that demo right now. <laughs> I don't know who that'd be. Um, because because here's my answer that I could not put down that demo, and I think I'm gonna. D- day one this the full hundred dollar version so and was it the play. demo that got you there how yeah. how how far along how far down the rabbit hole were you before the demo how much of the kool-aid had you drunk before the demo um i was on the fence to be honest with you really because i didn't play much of curtain call because i felt like curtain call was a lot of the same well th- this is getting into my memories of what i was doing with the game so i might answer a little different there but um I, uh, when I got Curtain Call for Christmas that year, I also got F- Fantasy Life, and I played a little bit of Curtain Call, and then was like, well, this is kind of more of the same. Uh, and all the songs that I do like are uh, locked behind DLC, so I'm kind of not as happy about this, so I put hundreds of hours into Fantasy Life. Um, but that was also what in, gosh, what year was that, 2014? It might have been 2015. Uh, I think 14, yes. Yeah, Curtain Call came out in 2014, so that's like close to a decade ago. And I I downloaded the demo so that I could talk about it on RPG Cast, and it's like, holy crap, this is fun. I I remembered why I liked the original game, and now this is even more, you know, more more bang for my buck, as it were, and getting the season passes and stuff. And to me, it's kind of worth it, you know, going from what 70 songs to 500 hmm. after everything is said and done. So, if the uh, demo got you from not sure to a day one purchase of the like the major pack, the full yeah. thing, then I'll at least check the I'll check the demo out because that does. You're selling me on the demo for sure. But but also bear in mind, I am a freak for Final Fantasy music. It it it's my favorite. If you, uh, gun, gun to my head, I would either say Final Fantasy music is my favorite or Sonic music is my favorite. Well, Sonic doesn't have a rhythm game out yet, so th- this is th- this is going to be my jam. Um, learning that Nobuo Uematsu kind of has the same music taste in me and that he likes a lot of prog rock like Deep Purple and Alan Parsons Project and all of that and all of a sudden I'm, I'm listening to Dancing Mad and I'm all like holy crap I hear so much prog rock in this like Pink Floyd and <laughs> I mean I can listen to Uematsu till the cows come home so yeah. I understand that yeah. I, I have a joke uh, well, the cleaner version of the joke is uh, Uematsu could ba- bang his head on a keyboard for for uh, ten minutes straight and produce a masterpiece. That's what I've always said about Uematsu. He's a legend. I'm gonna fall when he eventually passes. Yeah, I don't even know how old he is. That's why I'm I'm so it's so sad that Mistwalker stuff isn't 
isn't somehow shoehorned in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep banging that that drum, I guess. Hey, it, it, when the PC version inevitably comes out of theater rhythm, people will make uh, fan tracks. At least you hope they will. But um, that that's my answer. Day one purchase. I've, <laughs> I've got a pile of... But uh, physical Switch games that I need to go claim the gold points on so that I can knock down the price a little bit. Um, I don't know how much of it I will be able to knock down. I'll be, I think I'll be lucky if I get $5 worth of gold points, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have like um, like uh, e-store e- gift cards laying around from Christmases and stuff because I don't like to really use them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Go. And there you go. There's my uh, my theater rhythm purchase done. I just hope that they aren't expired. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so, so I'm the only one that's getting day one, um, which which is understandable. I uh, it, it is a pretty expensive game. All things. Yeah, you'll considered. probably try out the demo. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You you got thirty good songs right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see which which games are represented. It was Final Fantasy two five. Seven, I think twelve and fifteen. No, thirteen and fifteen. Thirteen. No, yeah. twelve. No, yes, I, no, yes, twelve or no. No, twelve. Just thirteen. Oh, okay, twelve. Two, five, seven, thirteen, fourteen. Oh, and yeah. 15. Okay. Yeah, fourteen is is stacked on that plate on that track list. Mm-hmm. Goes well, on for I mean, ages with tracks from fourteen. So does the game. <laughs> yep, you got oh, what, yeah, four sure. expansions there. So. There's even like very recent stuff on there, like Stranger of uh, Stranger of Paradise is on there. Oh, that had a pretty good soundtrack too. Where, where are you guys seeing the track list for this? Is it on the Wikipedia page? Uh, was it on the Nintendo page? Type in, you know, Google track list for it, and I think I saw it on the Nintendo page. Because I just had the store page open for the time being. Yeah, it looked like there were two DLC packs, not. Like that haven't been um, itemized yet, or or maybe just at the, or maybe that was an older article and they may already have been announced. Now I'm not sure, um, but everything else was on there. I know. I I have a sneaking suspicion that those mystery tracks and one one of those DLC packs is going to be sixteen. Oh, I see. Um, depending on when they release uh, the DLC, that's just just a very mm-hmm. very estimated guess, though. I could be completely wrong. Um. That's just what I think. So, so um, our, our last question, uh, as always, is: uh, Do you guys have associative memories? What, what you were doing in your life when you played any of these games? I think I was just tapping on a screen. <laughs> Not a lot of great memories connected to that. I can't. Nothing connected directly with the times. Uh, but again, it's a lot of excitement after the first game. Just like, okay, I like Final Fantasy music, especially six. Uh, no Crystal Chronicles though, and I. Also really love Crystal Chronicles music. I don't talk about that as much, especially ever since discovering Bravely Default. Uh, but anyway, uh, then, of course, I heard about, okay, so Curtain Call has Crystal Chronicles music. And then I tried out the demo, just like, okay, I'll get it. And then I ended up pre-ordering the game and picking it up and played through played through it. The Crystal Chronicles music was, it's, I think there's like a few, there's a few tracks. And it really only includes the first game and... Um, uh, draft the one on the Wii is, uh, Crystal Bears. Still, did enjoy my time with it, and of course, trickle over time, the Darius DLC got super excited for Bravely Default, got really excited for The World Ends With You. And by the way, that game, that series would also actually make a really good Series 2 games, would make a really good, uh, rhythm game, I think. Mm-hmm. Excellent music in that, and the very last track I bought is, uh, World Revolution from Chrono Trigger. Oh, cool. I can actually remember that. 
Yeah, I forgot that I bought the two Chrono Trigger songs. Uh, what is it? Corridors of Time and Magus's theme, because those are my two favorite Chrono Trigger songs. Um, so Robo's theme is going to be in the new one. So everybody, break out your Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I feel like I'm going to want to skip that one for sure. I, I don't need I, it in my brain. Thank you. I, I will there are some. Yeah, there are some Neo. The world ends with you. Songs that I would absolutely love. <laughs> to keep an eye I, out for that. Thing. I will be singing. Singing Rick Astley along when that comes out and annoying the either annoying the crap out of my <laughs> husband or I don't know making him laugh. <laughs> There's a song from Final Fantasy VII that I'm really salty is still not going to be included. Um, it's called uh, well I've seen it translated different ways, "Dear to the Heart," or I think another translation I've seen is "Holding My Heart in My Hand," and it's another one of those really mushy ones. But I think it's def I mean as good as Final Fantasy VII soundtrack is. This is my favorite song and. It's not. Uh, I didn't see it on the track listing for the next game. But where did Water's they? Name. Where do they play that one? With, uh, that's uh, a good question. I haven't played it in so long. I honestly don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it might be around the time you leave. Um, you leave Midgard. Okay. Um, I I couldn't a hundred percent tell you. I'll link it to you. Uh, to to hear later, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I'm sh- I might be able to recognize it, but it's been a while since I've had a playthrough. So, so yeah. Um, it's a that- difficult question to answer. Like, what memories you have? Because like the game's whole mo is just reminding you of other games you've played. <laughs> I mean, associative memories aren't uh, to the music that's itself, not just the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I can understand having you know playing a song and it's like oh yeah i remember when i first went to uh, the gold saucer or uh b- booted up final fantasy 8 and heard that co- co- epic chorus with that epic cutscene. it's what i love about music association yep and i specifically remember this um it was april 1st 2021 just about two years ago and that is the day that um the fan translation from Dragon Quest Monsters 2 for the 3DS got dropped. And it was hilarious because I had interviewed the uh, fan translator and I was on his Discord and everything. And I got a notification on the afternoon of April the 1st and I messaged him immediately. I'm like, dude, are you screwing with us? Like, did you finally finish this? Or and he's like, why would you even ask? I'm like, because it's April 1st. Like, out of all the days in the year to just pop it on people like you're gonna pop the fan translation on april 1st and he's like oh crud i didn't even think about it i think uh it was right before easter weekend and he's like i know a lot of people are taking off friday having a long easter weekend he goes so i thought i'd you know release it on thursday night i didn't even think it was april 1st so we had some back and forth funny times then um but the next day i was like okay man i gotta hack my 3ds to play this properly um and after doing so i was immediately like oh my gosh i can i can play a couple other japanese only games so while i was playing my way through uh dragon quest monsters 2 uh 50 60 70 hours of that i interspersed that with some time playing dragon quest theater rhythm and yeah it was really friendly to me non-japanese speaker and like i said earlier i love the tnt boards and just going through and even just last night i was showing my kids it a little bit and my older son was like, oh, yeah, I do remember you tapping along to the music once or twice there. So uh, I do remember that uh, two years ago, too. And actually, I was messaging him last night. I figured, ah, why don't I hit up the uh, 
good old fans translator because he was going to kind of hang up his hat after doing Dragon Quest Monsters 2. He did Joker 3. He did Dragon Quest Monsters 1. All the uh, Monsters game that came out uh, for the 3DS that we didn't get. He did all three of them. And I know when he was done, I was kind of like prodding him uh, a couple of years back. Like, hey, you know, there's another 3DS Dragon Quest game out there. You know, there's there's really not a ton of text in it, like <laughs> comparatively to a 50 hour Monsters game with a story like Theater Rhythm doesn't have that much. Um, and he kind of laughed and he said he would look into it, but I, I don't think we're ever going to get that. I think uh, he hung up his translator hat. I, I mean, to be fair, uh, you can get through it just fine with your phone. Exactly. Because if, if, most phones have an app where you can just point it at a something and it'll automatically translate and it's not going to be a good translation but you can at least sort of figure out what you need to do and i think what would be harder for this comparatively is pretty much all the text in this game is buttons yeah so you would have to go in and alter the graphic it's not like there's tons of text boxes just spewing text boxes at you that's you know easy to translate and just throw it in um, For, it, it, my translator was giving me some funny results. Like it kept saying that uh, it, this this item increases your poop. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh hey, that's great because when I played Dragon Quest Ten, I tried to put in. Um, I got the name for the Platinum King Slime. Mm-hmm. And since my avatar everywhere is the Platinum King Slime, wearing a King Slime hat too. Um, but Platy, I was trying to find him, and I found it on Japanese Wiki. And it was one character short. I couldn't enter that as my full name in Dragon Quest X. And so I would get platinum, you name it, fill it in. I got platinum, the R-rated version of poop, quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, how does that? Like, But it would always be platinum something. And I definitely have screenshots of my phone translating my name as, uh, you know, platinum shit. (laughs) That's funny. You know what you're saying about your kids recognizing the music? And you tapping along. Uh-huh. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I was playing some uh, some theater rhythm just to prepare for this cast. So I was like um, laying uh, on the bed earlier and um, Celis' theme, iconic, right? Please. <laughs> and I uh, was playing and I asked my partner, like, just, she's not a gamer. I, I, I don't know. What did I say? Something like, just does this sound familiar at all? Just tell me yes, like you've heard this. You you have to say you've heard this before. <laughs> How many years have we been together? And I think her response was like, um, it all sounds the same. <laughs> so I got up and left that room. Oh, you don't need that negativity in your life <laughs> here. Not with that song. <laughs> really. Uh, next time I go to lunch with uh, Pascal, I'm going to be walking with that song. So, so I, I told the story on fun, RPG Cast, but funny story. When I was playing the demo, I um, was, had my Bluetooth uh, earphones in um, th- to connect it to my Switch. And it's like my sleep headphones. Uh, and, and they're wireless and they're kind of flat and they're nice for just laying down and listening to music and perfect for playing stuff on the Switch at bedtime before I go to sleep. So, but the the battery ran out. So I took off my headphones and I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, sweetie. I have to uh, take off the headphones to play Still More Fighting, um, aka Fight On, because it's objectively the best song in the ser- in the Final Fantasy series. And he kind of, gl- my husband kind of glares at me. And the next day, I was like, he gave me a funny look when I said that. And he was like, I, I didn't know if you were trolling or serious. And I was like, a, a little bit of both. I was trying to get you to uh, argue with me about the best song in the series. And I think we sat in the car and talked about Final Fantasy music, like the entire car trip to go. 
I, I think we were picking up prescriptions or something at Walgreens running some errand. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, because he, he's got a whole playlist of Final Fantasy songs that he plays in order. Um, he has like four different versions. In the order. Of, uh, he, well, Are they in game order? Game release yeah, order? Yeah, game order. Game order. Because um, he doesn't shuffle his playlist. He has to listen to everything in the same order. But he has four different versions of the Final Fantasy Ten Two main song. The, the what can I do for you? <laughs> hey, by the uh, way, Ten Two is on the new game. Yep, I do <laughs> oh, love man, that maybe song. Maybe as a nod to Phil, that's our uh, third song here. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean uh, to take us out? Real emotion. Uh, no, it's what can I do for you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would love uh, to hear your husband's like um, dissertation on which games. I don't know, main menu music is, you know, the superior one because it's the same tune or which which victory <laughs> fanfare is the definitive one, stuff like that. Um, you know, I don't know because he's like me in that he has so many songs he likes from that series, it's hard to pick. Yeah, um, no, one, there's, there's, you know, there's always one that stands out, right? Or or even two. I would I would take two. I would just be curious. Yeah. Um. As, as far as kind of getting into my memories of the games, I, I touched on this a little bit, so... Theater Rhythm was one of the first games I got with my 3DS when I got one for Christmas in 2012. I whipped through that title mode and all the songs in that title mode and then like, okay, I guess I'm done with this game and then moved on to uh, Ocarina of Time. Um, and then in 2014, like I said, I got Curtain Call. I barely touched it because Fantasy Life took over my life. And then the, the, the Dragon Quest one that I played pretty much from Sunday to the Nintendo Direct this afternoon. So I want to say like three or four days straight, give or take. Um, unfortunately, most of yesterday for me was waiting around for the vet to call me back because I was having issues with um, one of my cats who unfortunately ended up passing away. So I, I get the fun memories of, uh, yeah, I was playing Dragon Quest Theater Rhythm while I, I was waiting for the vet to call me back. But it kind of helped because it helped me take my mind off of the stress of, uh, you know, my cat being sick. Um, and, and that's well, one thing I, that. yeah, that's, that's what I like about video games is being able to play play them so that you don't stress out over something that's obviously going to stress you out. Because otherwise I just would have been a wreck. And I, I think yesterday night, um, after all was said and done, I just kind of. Uh, got my shower, went downstairs, played a little bit more of DQ, and I, I was okay. I mean, I, I had my crying jag, but that was earlier in the afternoon when I found out the news. And that, that's just video games are so good for that. <laughs> I I know. I'm sorry. I always bring everybody down when I talk about these, but you know, a, a positive association with a ne negative part of my life uh, this past week, playing Dragon Quest Theater Rhythm. So uh, I'm okay. I had fun playing the game. There's there's that. Uh, I've definitely had fun talking with you guys about the game. Uh, I was worried this was going to be a very short show. So I was kind of thinking about this, but <laughs> not a lot to say. How do you think oh. it's coming across? Like, are we, do we like the game? Do we not like it? I'm um, just curious. I enjoyed the hell out of mine. Well, I'm just yeah. curious, like what the general tone kind of was throughout this. Um, I I definitely think the games are fun. 
the first one was kind of bare bones, but it seemed like it was an experiment. And then the second one had much more content, but because I played so much of the first one, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I guess what I was like, I wasn't, I didn't mean like you, <laughs> please clarify. I was just curious, like, did, did we come across in a positive way as well? Because I would say overall, like I, I criticized a lot of it, but I don't, you know, I don't have like any particular hate for the game. Like I like the idea and I like what it's doing. I do like the game. I, I think it's one of the most fun rhythm games I've ever played. And that's playing Guitar Hero and gosh, what else? Uh, da- dancing All Night. Um, I played a lot of that. Uh, DDR. I enjoyed even. all three of those. Yeah, the Persona yeah. ones were good. I did yeah. like those. Um, but yeah, having having a portable music game with music that is near and dear to my heart is just yeah. beautiful. Because mm-hmm. I'll not have it said that I'm the dissenter once again. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> state for the record, I like this game. I just no, wish I was I... better at describing music than just I really like it. <laughs> Uh, oh, I. <laughs> yeah, how do you describe music, right? Like it would just have to be a two-hour podcast of ju- of just the music playing. I mean, uh, unfortunately, even though I love the crap out of music, I can't, can't tell you the first thing about music theory or play any sort of instrument. I just I know what I like, and Final Fantasy music is such a treat for me to listen to and it's why i'm excited about this new one coming out and who knows maybe one of these days we'll get the uh the dragon quest version a dragon quest version well well, you know you have to say that on backtrack and it's gonna happen it's gonna be announced soon hey man this most recent nintendo direct was uh backtrack (laughs) how do i say it (laughs) backtrack love heavy (laughs) between and now you've that was only like a decade delayed, I think. I, uh, I've dated the show. I'm, I apologize. But when they announced a fantasy life, Benton Kaito's remakes and Etrian Odyssey remakes, it's like, how, how can you get more backtrack than that? Those are some good ones. <laughs> yeah, and that was today. The only thing that is missing was a uh, Dark Spire remake just for Phil, or, or, a, new ba- ba- or a new Barry Skelter game just for Mike. Oh man, God! Let's let's just hope that series dead and gone. I know you kind of enjoyed your time with the first one. Uh, yeah. I haven't touched the second one, so it could be downhill. All right. There's, there's other staff members that would quote unquote enjoy more Mary Skelter games. Uh, uh, the bloodletting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that blood looks tasty. No. Licking is the theme. I, I is is that a, a hint that we need to put a lid on this? Uh, I think we've done a bloody bloody good show and uh, <laughs> put it the bloody rest here. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, so our our next show is going to be fun. We're going to um do fall Valkyrie profile, which means Sam is going to come on and ha- it's our first Sam of the year. So it's going to be a fun time. Um. That being said, th- thank you, Cassandra. As always. Uh, th- th- thank you, Pascal, for sh- showing up at the last second. I know, uh, I know that I kind of roped you in, but you sounded like you're having a good time. So No, I volunteered, and oh. it ain't over till the fat lady sings. <laughs> well, I'm pretty chonky. What song sings do you opera? want? <laughs> uh, until the opera, yeah. In the darkness. Um, I do don't actually know the lyrics to that opera, even though I love well, that song. Well, you have song. to sing it like Charlie Brown's teacher. That's the only way that... <laughs> and, of course, thank you to my lovely co-host, Matt, um, who I could not do this show without. And also, thank you, dear listener, for listening to us. We, we appreciate you more than anything. 
Um, yeah, Valkyrie profile next week, and it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Well, my voice is done, so I guess this show's gonna go on forever. Anyway, bye bye, everybody. Bye.